Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Joe Reed, and this is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Sandy Henschel, contributing editor to Audiophile, is with me this week. And we've been getting her suggestions for some really spectacular listening. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Joe. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Good. I'm glad. What do you got for me? Today, I have The Woman They Could Not Silence by Kate Moore, read by the author, and I have been recommending this to every friend I have. Oh, my it goodness. It is a wonderful audiobook. Okay, tell me about it. Okay, the book is read by the author, and it earned an Earphones Award. Kate Moore is, I, you may know this, the best-selling author of Radium Girls. Yeah, I do. That was a yeah. cure. Yeah. And she, but the thing that makes it really amazing is she's not only a really talented author, she's an actress with strong performance abilities. So you believe every word she says and every character she brings into the story. So tell me about the woman they could not silence. Who is she? I mean, is it fiction, nonfiction? Tell me about it. Definitely nonfiction. Okay. It's a story of Elizabeth Packard, who was the devoted wife of a man named Theophilus, a preacher 15 years her senior. She was the caring mother of six children and a bright woman, and her intelligence is what caused her grief, but it served her well during her ordeal. After 21 years of marriage and many arguments with her husband, she invariably won due to her intellectual capacity, Theophilus resented her intelligence and her outspoken views on women's rights. But when she was outspoken about her religious beliefs, beliefs that didn't agree with his, he had her committed to an asylum. Oh, my God. I know. And she says that this was a pseudo factory for social control. Yeah. These is, uh, and she met many, many women there who weren't insane. And... Um, the power that men had, that husbands had over wives, fathers had over daughters, it was total. This is a harsh but truthful look at the lack of status among women in the 1860s. In fact, they had no rights. Once she married, a woman became her husband's property. She had no standing under the law. She wasn't even the owner of her own children. Husbands, other male relatives, even sons could commit a woman at that time with no proof of insanity other than the husband's word. And that's what happened to Elizabeth. And how long was she in an asylum? 
Well, she was in the asylum for three or four years before she got out. Long enough. Absolutely. But what's really disturbing, a lot of it is very disturbing. When she found herself in the asylum among the insane, she trusted her doctor, Dr. McFarland, and spoke openly about her concerns. And the doctor used her own words against her to prove she was not in her right mind. And I have a little clip that shows that. Would you like to hear it? Uh, Yeah, I would like to hear it, please. Okay, so this is The Woman They Could Not Silence. It's written and read by Kate Moore. If someone observed her snapping at her husband, perhaps because he had not cleaned the yard, the mere fact Elizabeth was angry and showed ill will became evidence of her unbalanced brain. There were those who thought her dislike to her husband was proof of her derangement of mind. Because in the 19th century and beyond, women were supposed to be calm, compliant angels. They were even encouraged for their health to endeavour to feel indifferent to every sensation. Those women, like Elizabeth, who displayed ungovernable personalities or more than usual force and decision of character, or who had strong resolution, plenty of what is termed nerve, were literally textbook examples of mental instability. For some parishioners, however, her emotions were irrelevant. Simply her vocal presence in the Bible class, independence from her husband, and divergent religious views were signs enough of sickness. So it's it's still a tried and true method, isn't it? Discredit women by making them seem crazy. Definitely. And when we finish this, I'll show you how it's still happening today. But I wanted to comment that some of the medically recognized signs of insanity in women, including reading novels, studying, <sighs> asthma, openly weeping, and grief and over-talkativeness, they could put you right in the home because of that. And some other woman said it's not a matter of sanity, but individuality that causes women to be committed. Just makes me so angry. I could spit. Yeah. Well, because, you know, women had no rights, but neither did inmates of asylum. And when you combine those two, the control is total. Right. And she suffered. In the beginning, she was in a fairly nice part of the asylum. But once she bucked authority... She was sent down and suffered the filth and stench and degrading conditions of the inmates. When she openly opposed what she saw, she kept getting more and more punished and put into more violent situations. But she took control. That's the best thing. While she was in the worst of the places with the more genuinely insane women, She took control and bettered their conditions. She helped them to wash. She helped them to clean themselves and dress appropriately. So, and and Kate Moore, I liked the excerpt that we heard. I really liked her voice and listening to the quality of the way she let it unfold. Right. And at the close of the book, Moore points out that those situations where men call women crazy and cast suspicions on their ability to think straight. They still exist. She refers to Trump calling Nancy Pelosi crazy when she called attention to his incompetence. 
And she mentions Bill Cosby, how after the day he raped a woman and the woman told people he called her crazy. But Elizabeth Packard worked really hard for the laws that made it more difficult to get rid of troublesome spouses. And I just, I'm so impressed with this brave woman who stood up to the abuse and started the Me Too movement in its own time. It sounds like a really important book. Thank you for recommending it, Sandy. You're welcome. It was a pleasure to read. This was The Woman They Could Not Silence. It's written and it's read by Kate Moore. Today's episode of Behind the Mic is brought to you by Penguin Random House Audio, publishing the finest fiction and nonfiction audiobooks for adults and children. Visit penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash audiophile and start listening. And don't forget to follow Behind the Mic wherever you get your podcasts and then leave us a rating on Apple. It does help people to find us. I'm Joe Reed. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.